Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensah. I lift up everybody under the sound of my voice today. Those here, those online, our television audience, I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you that you will send your word and you will heal all our distractions. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I pray for anyone going through a difficult time. Lift them up today, Lord. I pray that the light of God's word, oh, those that do not have a relationship with you will come to the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus. Those that are oppressed will go free in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Somebody say amen. Shout a big amen. Shout a big amen. amen. Say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We don't serve a dead God. We serve a living God. He's the same yesterday. He's the same today. And he's the same forever. That's the God that you serve. Oh, my Lord. Shout amen. amen. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Because he lives, you will live also. Because he's alive, there is hope for your tomorrow. Because he's alive, everything will be all right. If you believe that, say amen. There is hope for you if you are alive today. If you believe that, say amen. My Lord and my God. Take your seats, please. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Wow. Thank God for his presence. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. Glory be to the name of Allah. Join me in welcoming our online audience as well as our television audience. And if you are ever in the Colorado Springs area, this is the place to be Sunday morning. Amen. God is here and Wednesdays as well and some other days also. God is here. Lives are being changed. Amen. Online is good, but in person is better. Amen. <laughs> TV is good, but in person is better. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, what a time we had this Friday. My Lord and my God. What a week that we had. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Somebody saying, my week has not been so good. Well, by the end of this service, it will be better. Amen. Yeah. It will be a new beginning for you. Yeah. It will be a fresh start in Jesus' name. Amen, amen and amen. Well, it's a joy to see everyone. Wow. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, I just love Jesus. Do you love Jesus? Yeah. Anybody here that loves Jesus? My Lord and my God. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. All right. All this month, we'll be studying the subject of wisdom. Walking, we'll start with walking in wisdom. Amen. And you see, the Bible says that God created everything by wisdom. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 19 thank you lord jesus we started on wednesday and we will continue if you miss wednesday you can go catch up proverbs 53 verse 19 thank you lord jesus he says the lord by wisdom founded the earth by understanding he established the heavens by wisdom he founded the earth and by understanding it was established so the earth that you see now God founded it, and he fused that, that, this ingredient of wisdom. So, and you see, in Proverbs chapter 4, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7, he says, Wisdom is the principal thing. 
Therefore, get wisdom, and in all you're getting, get understanding. The principal thing, the first thing. So if God founded the earth by wisdom, and wisdom is the principal thing, then we have to go after it. When you go to a school, we talk about the principal of the school. That's the, the head of the school, the top person in the school. So he says, wisdom is the principal thing. With all you're getting, get understanding. So if you're going to see any good thing created in your life, it's going to come through the same, the same way. Amen. Now, Notice the life of Jesus, Mark chapter 6, Mark chapter 6, from verse 1, he says, Then he went out from there and came to his own country, and his disciples followed him. Verse 2, And when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, Where did this man get these things? And what wisdom is this which is given to him? That such mighty works are performed by his hands. <laughs> what wisdom is this? When he began to speak in the synagogue, this, this, this account refers to when he came in Luke. We have a detailed account, Luke chapter 4. When he came from the mountain and began to teach in the synagogue, the people were amazed. So we know, we know Jesus. What, what happened? What wisdom is this that such mighty works are done by his hands? My Lord and my God, by the end of this series, people will ask you, what wisdom is this? Amen. I said people will ask you, what wisdom is this? Amen. What is different about your life? What makes the difference in your life? What wisdom is this? Your status will change in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Your status will change in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Your status will change in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Glory be to the name of the Lord. We serve a good God. What wisdom is this? Such mighty works. Such powerful things are coming out of your life. Wisdom is the practical, uh, let's define it, practical application of knowledge. You can have knowledge about any area, but wisdom is the practical application of that knowledge. Now, wisdom can also be defined as the way you make decisions or judge situations, analyze, and come to a conclusion, and after that, you take a certain action. And the decisions that you are taking every day is based on the wisdom that you have, and those decisions end you up or end up at a certain destination. So sometimes you can look at somebody's life and you say, oh, they made this, they did this, they did that, and at the end of the day, this happened. I say, oh, you, you reflect, but I say, they made a wise decision. They made a wise choice. 
so every time you're about to make a decision we have to you have to analyze and ask yourself am I making this decision based on the Word of God amen thank you Lord Jesus now the first, the first thing we need to realize is that God's word is his wisdom. The word of God is the wisdom of God. Luke chapter 11, verse 49. Luke 11, verse 49. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Luke 11, Jesus is quoting a prophecy from the Old Testament. And he says that, therefore the wisdom of God also said. Notice this. Therefore the wisdom of God also said. Then he quotes the scripture. I will send them prophets and apostles and some of them they will kill and persecute. But notice that he's calling the word of God the wisdom of God. So the first thing is the word of God is the wisdom of God. The Apostle Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 15. He says, and that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus so we can actually this we can get we can get a good point from here who taught who taught who taught um, Timothy the word of God if you read the account it, it talks about the faith that was in his grandmother that was also in his mother that was also passed down to him so it says from a child how important it is that we put the word of God into our children. <laughs> you are building a legacy at that point. From a child you have known the scriptures. You have known the word of God. Get them started early. Get them in church. Let them hear the word of God from you as a parent. Let them see you living it out. That's wisdom. Timothy, from a child, you've known the scriptures, which is able to make you wise unto salvation. So that's the first point. The word of God is the wisdom of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's go to the second point. Two, you see, human cleverness is not the same as God's wisdom. And human cleverness is usually a poor substitute for the wisdom of God. <laughs> God is not against intelligence. But sometimes our cleverness it's a very poor substitute. Now, 
Before we go a step further, you see, there are different kinds of wisdom also. Turn with me to James chapter 3. There is a difference between God's wisdom and human cleverness. James chapter 3, verse 13. He says, notice this. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. Verse 50 says, this, this wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, and demonic. So he tells you the four kinds of wisdom. The first one is the wisdom that comes from above, the wisdom of God. Then the second one is earthly. Then sensual and demonic. You, you see, there's earthly wisdom. There's sensual wisdom. Sensual wisdom is, talk, is talking, I mean, earthly wisdom is talking about... Um, it's essential. They are talk, it's, 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 the thought is like common sense. You see, when a baby starts walking, they didn't start walking backwards. You ever see that before? <laughs> no, they start walking. They start, they start crawling. They start crawling. They start going forward. That's common sense. <laughs> Most of the time. <laughs> My God. When, when, when they need to eat, <laughs> thank you, Lord Jesus. And they are being breastfed, the breast, the breast, the breast it goes into the mouth. Yes. That they just come, we just come with it. There are certain things that we come with. Yes. It's common to man. You see, when you are crossing the road, uh, Common sense says look left, look right, and check. Use the zebra crossing if there's one. Use the traffic light if there's one. It, 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 it's, a nat it's, it's natural. If you disobey that one, uh, it, won't, it, won't, it won't be a good story. <laughs> but you see, there's another one. That he lists at the end where he calls it demonic wisdom. And that wisdom usually is anti-God. Doesn't everything God likes to come against it. Comes against God's ways and God's plans and God's purposes. Notice what the Bible says. But, but you see, so many times, so the third point is the human cleverness is different from the wisdom of God. Now, the, the poor devil didn't know that by crucifying Jesus, it was the wisdom of God that was hidden. By crucifying Jesus, he was actually setting himself up for his downfall. 
The Bible says, had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord Jesus. Uh, which brings me out to a point. If the devil knew that some of the things that he's throwing out at you, you are going to get a testimony out of it, he wouldn't have tried it. And I'm speaking to somebody, maybe you are going through a very difficult time, but in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, by the wisdom of God, you will come out and there will be a testimony. I said 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 there will be a testimony. When it's all said and done, there will be a testimony. Had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, my Lord and my God. But notice First Corinthians chapter 18. It says, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. It is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom did not know God, it pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe. 24, but to those, but we preach Christ, 23, crucified to the Jews a stumbling block and to the Greeks foolishness, but to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. Because God's way We discover this. God's thoughts are not our thoughts. God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And he says, let the wicked man forsake his own thoughts, his way of thinking, and begin to think in line with the word of God, and begin to act in line with the word of God. Your life will be different when you begin to walk by the wisdom of God. And in the name of the Lord Jesus, I see God taking you from where you are to where you are supposed to be by the wisdom of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. When you begin to walk in line with God's word, you are walking in wisdom. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. And the wisdom of God, must we must, we must, we must seek, desire to seek the wisdom of God and desire to walk in it. How many of us want, want to be like Jesus? Uh, no, you don't want to be like Jesus. <laughs> What wisdom is this? What wisdom is this? I see you walking in God's wisdom in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes. I see you walking in God's wisdom in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes. First Corinthians 3.18 says, Let no one deceive himself. 
if anyone among you seems to be wise in this age, let him become a fool that he may become wise. You see, it says the preaching of the cross is foolishness. When you begin to talk about the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ, the average person doesn't understand it. When you make a decision to obey the Lord and to serve the Lord, sometimes, sometimes even your friends can come against you and say, what is wrong with you? Because they don't understand it. But he says, if you are going to make it in this world, we must make a decision to walk by the wisdom of God. And as you begin to do that, like he says in Psalm 71, Psalm 71, verse 7, he says, I became as a wonder to many, but you are my strong refuge. You'll be a wonder to many people. You'll be a wonder to many people. I became as a wonder, like Jesus. What wisdom is this? But human cleverness, you see, human cleverness is, is what is brought the world to this day. Look at where we are, the wars, like this war in Ukraine. The, I mean, nations have nuclear weapons stocked up. The least provocation, the, a lot of people in the air can be wiped away. That's human cleverness, human wisdom. <laughs> so we must make a decision. To follow God's word. Four, a wise man, a wise person, progressively moves towards the wisdom, moves away from the wisdom of the world, and makes progress towards the wisdom of God. Now, you see, for, for instance, the Bible says in Ephesians, let's read some of these scriptures. Ephesians chapter 5, notice Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22. He says, wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. Then he says, 25, husband, love your wife just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. Now, when a married couple practices the, this, the home will be like heaven. But let's say there's an argument, and one person says, I'm going to have my own way. I'm going to win this argument. Let's go at, at it both ways. So somebody doesn't say, Pastor is biased. It starts with the wives. Let's start with the wives. Submit to your own husband. Then the wife says, I'm not going to submit to you today or tomorrow. <laughs> not today or tomorrow. If you are looking for somebody to submit, not me. <laughs> then, the husband also, then the husband also starts along this path, 25. Love your wives as Christ also loved the church. I say, no, no, no. I, I don't love you. <laughs> Do you think it's going to work? No. It's not going to work. <laughs> but when the two are in place, yes. you do your part. 
The wife will say, you love me as Christ loved the church. Then the husband will say, you submit to me as the Bible says. Everybody should do their part. You don't, don't try to try the other person. <laughs> but you, do you see how, the, how that is the wisdom of God? When, we when that is practiced, it makes all the difference. <laughs> or let's take a single person that is about to get married. And the person is already a Christian. And the Bible also says, we are talking about, remember the word of God is the wisdom of God. You're already a Christian. You are ready to get married. And you see that the person that I am really in love with is not a Christian. But this is the one that I want. Well, if you go to the Bible, that will answer that, that for you. And it will save a lot of headaches. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. That's very clear, isn't it? That's the wisdom of God. So, a lot of problems, a lot of challenges will be avoided when we walk in the wisdom of God. Somebody said, I'm going to marry him and I'll, I'll marry him and I'll change him. I'll get them born again. You ask the people that have tried that before. <laughs> so he, he, right there, the wisdom of God saves you. If sometimes both are, are not, not, not Christians. When they got married and some, one person becomes a Christian first, he, he tells you yes, there's wisdom in the Bible for that. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God's wisdom covers every area of our lives. When it comes to giving, the human cleverness and the human mind tells you that when I give to God's work, I'm losing. I'm, lo I'm losing. That's, yes, human, that's the human mind. I'm becoming poorer. <laughs> he has more than me. That's demonic wisdom. One time, somebody came to Jesus, and when he came to Jesus, Jesus was trying to help him. We call him the, the rich young ruler. When he came to Jesus, Jesus said to him, that look, go and sell. Sometimes people fight over the tithes. If you earn $20, the tithe is $2. This person came to Jesus, and Jesus said to him, that look, go and sell everything that you have, 100%. And come and follow me. Then his mind began to say, if I give all to the poor and come and follow you, I'm losing out. And when he came to Jesus, he was boasting that he knew the law. And sometimes we get to that place, we have, we have a, a know-it-all attitude. You see his account from Matthew chapter 19, verse 16 to 22. But when he got to 21, this is the wisdom of God. Jesus said to him, if you want to be perfect, go and sell what you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come and follow me. It, it, it doesn't, it, it's not adding up to the man. And you see, he, he's become blessed because he's been 
practicing what is in the law. But sometimes, there's, there's sometimes in our, in our heart, there's a place, there's a choking point. And usually God tries to help us. But if he knew the law like he said he did, he would have known that the Bible says that he that gives to the poor lends to the Lord and whatever he has given, it will come back. He is, he's struggling with, he's, he's struggling just on that point. Proverbs 19, 17. He that has pity on the poor. He that has pity on the poor lends to the Lord and he will pay back what he has given. So Jesus is giving him a deal of a lifetime, but in his natural cleverness, he doesn't get it. And he walked away from a very good deal because of his human cleverness. Everybody that Jesus called, Jesus said to them, come and follow me. And they did. And this man was very prosperous and very rich. When Judas lost his place as the financial secretary of the ministry, or as the finance minister, or, or however you, whatever you want to call him, if he was around, who would have been the logical place to do that? He knows about finances. But you see, after that day, we never hear of him in the Bible again. Think about it. He missed out his place. You will not miss your place in the name of the Lord Jesus. You will not miss your place in the name of the Lord Jesus. But contrast that with somebody like Peter. In Luke chapter 5, Jesus comes to him and he's been doing his very best. He's been doing the very best that he can, but he has nothing to show for it. I'm speaking to somebody, maybe you've been doing your very best, you have nothing to show for it, but today Jesus is coming to you. I said Jesus is coming to you. I said Jesus is coming to you. I said Jesus is coming to you. He said, give me your boat. Sometimes it's a very simple instruction. He says, there's nothing in here so you can have it. But you see, every time God asks you for something, he's not trying to take away from you. He has something in mind for you. I'll repeat it again. Every time God asks you for something, he's not trying to let you be diminished he's trying to get something over to you so when he asks for the boat of peter he has in mind to return the boat filled and overflowing <laughs> but that's that simple instruction when he obeyed he later got that same instruction that the rich man missed. And he said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And today, we still talk about Peter. But the other person, we all just call him the rich young ruler. That's it. We don't know what happened to him again. Wisdom. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
My Lord and my God, from today you are moving to a higher level of wisdom. It says in Proverbs 24, it says, 11.24, it says, There's one that scattered and yet increases more. And yet one, and there is one who withhold more than is right, but it leads to poverty. The one that keeps giving and has a lifestyle of giving and being generous, keep getting blessed and becoming more richer. The person that is withholding keeps getting poorer. God's wisdom is always higher. Amen. Always go for God's wisdom in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's all say it together. I will always. Go for God's wisdom. I will always walk in wisdom. In Jesus' name. As God helps me. Amen. Let's go a step further. Now, your very first day, number five, or five, your first day of wisdom is when you begin to fear to respect and honor the word of god and, and you, see, you see no no one no one no one is above this now for instance franklin graham is, is the son of billy of billy graham and billy graham went around the nation and nations preaching the word of god but Franklin Graham, in his mind, when he was a teenager, thought that he was wiser than God. He began to go his own way. In middle school, he, he, he was caught with, with cigarette, began to smoke, not follow the way of his father. Then later on, somebody beat a girl in the school or somebody in the school and he, he went after that person and fought him so he was expelled from from high school in college he began to go i, I mean he said this i mean he began to be very rowdy i mean against christian values there's nothing to this christianity all that think about somebody like that a son of a preacher so he became a concern and his father began to pray but at the age of 20, one time his father sat him down and said, let's, I took him for a walk and said, let's, let's, let's talk this over. We're going to have, have a discussion with him. Do you really want to serve God or, 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 or not? And he read to him, John chapter 3, you must be born again. And the scripture ended his heart. And from that day forward, he said, Lord, I surrender my life and I give my life to you. That was his first day of moving progressively towards the wisdom of God. I'm speaking to somebody. Maybe you, 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 you knew God at some point, but for some reason, you become very, very hard against God. Offended, hurt, whatever the case might be. But when he made a turn around, now, thankfully, his ministering and preaching the word of God across the nation. I just saw him recently. He was in Vietnam, a communist country. And Samaritan's Pass is doing a lot of marvelous work across the nation. Maybe you have missed it. But there's always a day when you can make a decision 
and say, I'm going to start afresh with the Lord. And when you start afresh with the Lord, God will give you a new beginning. God will give you a new beginning. God will give you a new beginning. You, I said God will give you a new beginning. He'll give you a fresh start when you begin progressively. The first day that you make that decision to walk by the word of God. There was a certain man, he was, 90, he was 96, and he was about to die. And they said, what do you want, to, what do you want us to write on your, on your tombstone? He said, tell them I was four years old. Because all his life, he had rejected the message of the gospel. Only at the age of 92 did he become wise and see the wisdom of God. And thank God he did before it was too late. You can always cause correct. And please do that before it's too late. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Wow, oh, God is good. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's look at another nugget of wisdom. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Now, you see, the Bible says, do you want more or do you want to go home? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm checking. Are you here? You've got home. <laughs> You're still here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Notice Psalm 95. Notice this. Verse 7. He says, For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture. And the sheep of his hand. The sheep of his hand. Now, if antelopes are not as strong as lions, but they are gifted with something else, speed. The lion, the Bible says, is the strongest among beasts. We call it the king of the jungle. And usually they will pursue these antelopes and try to kill them. But do you know that actually worldwide the population of lions is decreasing yes. compared to the antelopes and they are increasing. <laughs> and the lions, the antelopes are a prey for the lions. <laughs> but you see, there is something that they have. And the way they get their success is through the strength that is given to them and through the wisdom that they have. Sometimes they partner with monkeys. Are right, the monkeys on the tree? The monkey will be looking out for them. Is there a lion coming? They'll give them a signal. <laughs> but imagine. The antelope begins, instead of focusing on the strength that has been given it to be able to run, it doesn't have everything, but it has something, begins to focus on making its teeth shiny. I mean, uh, on, on their looks. And not focus on building their strength. There's, some, there's a signal that they are inbuilt to be able to know when to turn. So instead of focusing on that, they begin to focus on something else. They won't make it. Well, I said all that to say this. The sheep 
has certain qualities that makes it sheep and that makes it successful. So if he says that we are the sheep of his pasture, then we have to focus on the qualities of sheep and try to imitate some of it so that we can also be successful. That's wisdom. So let's look at one, one wisdom nugget. Psalm 23 talks about sheep. Notice this. Psalm 23, verse 1. He says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. Sheep have the ability to follow. He says, the Lord is my shepherd. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me. He leads me. Notice, he makes me. One. Two, he leads me. So if you are sheep, this quality of having the ability to be made. will lead you into prosperity. It will lead you into blessing. It will lead you into all your inheritance, all that God has for you. But you have to, you have, to have that ability for, for, for God, for Jesus, to be able to make you. And, and, and you see, he's also set down pastors here, down in the earth. So sometimes people... Start with Jesus. Jesus can't tell me to do anything. And my pastor shouldn't be, can't tell me to do anything either. He makes me. That's a quality of sheep. So we have to focus on that. Your ability for Jesus to be able to make you and, if, and also follow the leading and the guidance through his minister, through his, the pastor that he said over you, will determine whether you lie by still waters or don't lie by still waters. That's wisdom. I'm giving you a mighty secret. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. I pray in the name of Jesus that you make <laughs> you are, we will allow God to model our lives. Someone said, you can't tell me anything. You can't make me do anything. Oh, then you are no sheep. That's wisdom. This month you will walk in wisdom. Yes. <laughs> you will walk in wisdom. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. My Lord and my God. Thank you, Father. Is it one time? I said I'm wrapping up, then something else comes up. <laughs> oh my God. It's it's okay. The Apostle Paul got to Philippians chapter three and he said, finally. He's writing a letter, but when, when, when it was divided into chapters, he wrote a, there was another chapter, chapter 4, so that's okay. 
<laughs> when you say finally, it suggests that you're done. But you see, one time Jesus was getting ready to go to the cross. And he said to the disciples, that, look, what's, what's, what's in the news? What's the highlight of the day about me? You, you tell me. What, do people, what are people saying? You answer that question. Some say you are this, some say you are that. Then Peter said, no, 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 you are the, you are the prophet. You are, you are the one that God has sent. And he said to him, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father. Then he revealed another wisdom to him. And he said, I'm, I'm going to go the way of the cross. I'm going to die and all these things. Peter began to rebuke him. Because it didn't make sense to him. You see, that's another thing. Because Jesus had been around, been discussing things with him, he's gotten so familiar with Jesus. Who do you think you are? You are going where? You are not going anywhere. You, no, no, you stay here. <laughs> <laughs> And Jesus rebuked Satan, the one behind the situation. You see, sometimes people yield unconsciously to, to the devil without knowing. You see, you see and that's something you have to be very cautious. You, see, you, can, some, you can easily yield. You see, how closer could he have been to Jesus than where Peter was? He didn't cause Peter Satan. He said, you rebuked the one behind the situation. But even then, he had yielded to demonic wisdom. You will not yield to demonic wisdom in Jesus' name. Amen. You will not yield to demonic wisdom in Jesus' name. Amen. You will not yield to demonic wisdom in Jesus' name. Amen. And in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, as you yield to the wisdom of God, I see your life going from glory to glory. I see your life going from strength to strength. Amen. You'll be a wonder among your peers. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Say thank you, Jesus. You will make it. I said you will make it. You will make it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. You will make it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. You will succeed in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. You will succeed in Jesus' name. Amen. You will succeed in Jesus' name. Amen. You will succeed in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, he tells, it, 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 we'll, we'll, we'll continue next week. But he says that when you go according to the word of God, you will learn how to deal wisely. If you know how to deal wisely, you end up a success. You will deal wisely and have good success. Who wants to have good success? Amen. Anybody here wants to be a failure in anything? No, nobody. No, no, no. No, no. Yeah. You will succeed in Jesus' name. Amen. You will succeed in Jesus' name. Amen. Sometimes when you start serving God, giving God your all, obeying God, people around don't understand. Oh, but in the name of Jesus, you will succeed. Amen. You will make it. As you give your all to the Lord, as you yield your life, 
completely to the Lord. That's taking steps. It starts with sometimes something small like Peter's boat. Oh, my Lord and my God. Thank God for his word. The word of God is good, isn't it? The word of God is good, isn't it? Thank you, Lord Jesus. God's presence is here. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We'll continue on Wednesday. Thank you, Lord. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535.